ho, ho. Merry Christmas, New Zealand. <laughs> Welcome to Inside Parliament, our last show for the year and 21st show this year. Unbelievable. Um, a lot of fun. Does not feel like that many. Merry Christmas, everyone. Mm, Indeed. It's been a bit of a blur. Now, we have a special show today. Uh, we are going to do our best ofs, our oh, worst ofs, again. best ofs, worst ofs. <laughs> Highlights, all that sort of stuff. We've got a special way of doing it. We're going to pull, pull questions out of the hat. Christmas we don't themed know what's hat, coming. Christmas themed everything. Who knows what we might say? <laughs> this has been the theme. <laughs> That's the theme of this podcast for the year. Who knows what we might exactly, say? Exactly, because we certainly it, don't. Where's it going to go? Where's Maybe at the beginning go? of the year, our podcast might actually make sense yes. next year once we've all had a sleep. So. Where's the fun in that? Exactly, <laughs> indeed. All right, you kick it off, Katie. Okay, what let's go. What have we got first? I'll hold it up. Andrea, you. Oh, am I picking? You pick then, first. So then I ask you the question? Yes. Is yeah, how right. do I don't know. How we this is do brilliant. Oh, no, no, I filled the last one out. Can't do that one. Let's just put that one back. Guys, I screwed up. <laughs> okay. Oh, biggest surprise. Oh, surely that has to be Jacinda taking over as leader. You think? Well, we, January 1st like, this year, we oh, didn't no, expect that, did we? There was no, no. Yeah. No, no, it was interesting because I was doing the year in review looking back, and I'd forgotten that she'd actually won a by-election this year in February. That, that was this year. Mm, and then start. became deputy. It just sort of seems like that was like last year's story or something. Exactly. But, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think there's any arguing with that. I guess maybe I for me, a variation on that theme would be the biggest surprise would be how how well she performed and how long she was able to sustain to that momentum. That. Like she, yeah. very, she, you know. She, and then the fact that Labour is government again on January first <laughs> this year. I don't think any of us would have really no. predicted Labour no, would be in God, government no. this year. So. Does, we know. No. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the surprise, I guess it wasn't a surprise because that's a bit tough on her, but the way she handled that first press conference mm. yeah. just blew everyone out of the water. And then a few days later with the whole issue with Julie Bishop, which could have been a massive disaster, and she handled that almost flawless, in fact, flawlessly. Yeah. She did. My, my biggest surprise um, was actually uh, the day that they Labour surged into the lead in, oh, the first, yeah, in, the first in that Colmar Brunton poll on the day of the debate. 37-year-old Jacinda Ardern has achieved something not seen since Helen Clark was in power. That is putting Labour ahead of National in our poll. No doubt this has happened very, very quickly for us. That's why we're not going to take anything for granted. Tonight's result is a staggering 19% turnaround on the One News Colmar Brunton poll just four weeks ago. And remarkably, it would mean Labour is the front-runner to form the next government. When it comes to forming uh, a coalition, that having the biggest party vote possible uh, does give you that lead opportunity. We've always known that, we've always accepted that, that's why we've worked so hard for our party vote. Well, that's how it's been, uh, but, but we will be focusing uh, people strongly on the choice that they will have because this has become a two-horse race. National isn't entirely convinced by the latest numbers. It's a bit different from what we're seeing. However, alarm bells will surely be ringing as the poll comes hard on the heels of its campaign launch on Sunday. And a string of big policy sweeteners in education and health. I think we do need to focus more clearly on the choice that people are going to have. Tonight's poll period included the Winston Peters superannuation leak scandal and the allegations of dirty politics. And that may have been a factor in the dips for both National and Winston Peters. The reality is people uh, were seriously shocked the moment they started to find out how this thing happened. The Greens, meanwhile, will be hugely relieved to be just back over the 5% threshold needed to get into Parliament. 
although Labor could on these numbers form a government with New Zealand first alone. My focus is making sure Labor's in the best position possible to form a coalition. Uh, I, I can't sit and predict what that's going to look like. So three weeks to go and Labor's momentum is showing no sign of slowing down. The pressure now firmly on Bill English to find a circuit breaker in tonight's debate. Now, as we know, the surge faded and all the rest of it, but I, I was shaking when the results came through on my, on my phone. You should have seen Corrin all day when he's telling us. Couldn't tell anybody walking around the office. It's like, oh, was this on, is a big story. I and everyone was so frightened. I was on a flight somewhere know? and Corrin's like, can you talk, can you talk? And I was surrounded by other journalists. I was like, no, I can't talk yet. Because I knew it was just such a big story. You know, It was just such a big story. I mean, the surge was real in the sense it's just that um, you know, it kind of went up and then faded after, of course, as, as, as the campaign went on. But that initial week leading into that first debate was just frenzied, you know, really frenzied. Hadn't mm. seen anything like it, really, in, in my time. All right, yep, right, next. All right, Corinne, you pull one out. Ooh, don't pull very out. Very exciting. It's, it's, nice bloody, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Secret Santa. There's a story. Okay. Uh, oh, most revealing moment. This is a hard one, actually. I find this one quite tricky. Most, re- I mean, in, in, in a sense, Winston announcing who he was going to go with was yes. the bigger the reveal big that we were all waiting for. Yeah. But is that revealing or well, would we say Materia today? I was going to say Materia today. Well, but... again, there are variation on your theme. Most revealing for me was when it emerged that Winston Peters had filed those cases yeah. in the court. And Against actually, <laughs> we realised that the whole coalition negotiations had been a massive sham. He'd been conning us all and he was going to go with Labour yeah. all along. I mean, for me, that says everything about... Because <laughs> how could he have stood there and said he was going to go with National and have already filed papers in the court against National Ministers? Well, the issue was... No, but I, I, get, I, I accept that theory, but the issue was the um, special votes... And I don't believe, I still to this day do not believe he could have, even if he wanted to go with Labour, could have done it without Labour giving no. those extra seats in the special votes, Labour and the Greens. So he, he did, ha- and that's why he did have to But he, he, he leave probably that door wanted to go yeah, with Labour. going right he up wanted- to the wire like that. It was all a big game. For, it was a oh, it was, show. and he's the master. He actually, he, his, his idea of bluffing is to, make, is to make all sides absolutely believe he could go either way, and at that point he's yeah, got everyone it, beat. <clears throat> yeah, and, and you know, winner. you talk about him as a master politician, but actually I just think it was a big con job, and I don't, I don't think that's the way politics should be. No, but what I would say is that he's very, very good at that negotiation. Like, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. Like, oh, if you look back now, don't you think that Bill English and National was just too passive? And they would, they would argue, oh, we had no choice. It was just a numbers game. We had to do what Winston said. But well, how much of that could is, they have taken well, more initiative in those negotiations? How much of that is that actually they didn't want to be beholden to Winston? Well, they could have taken a more... And after nine years in government, they thought and, and actually... And actually, was, is that the more courageous yeah. decision? But could they have taken a position like, no, we, we're, the number, we're the biggest party. We expect Winston to deal with us first and us primarily. Um, and he's got to do that first before he goes, to, goes and talks to Labour. Now he might do that. But it would have put pressure on to Winston to do that. I don't know. But Winston was all... I mean, we now know Winston was never going to go with the Nationals, so how much of a difference would it have made? No, probably not. It looks that way. Anyway, Certainly is looks that, that our way most revealing moment, case. or was it when Materia today had made benefit for That's well, the that first was the domino to go. An emotional confession from one of Parliament's longest-serving MPs. So what I've never told you is that I had to tell a lie... 20 years ago, Materia Toure lied to social services about renting out rooms in her home. She was a single mum and a law student. At any moment, Wins could have caught me, cut off my benefit, 
They could have charged me with fraud. Disappointing to see a senior politician saying they're not prepared to go by the rules. The Greens co-leader came clean as she launched a new $1.5 billion welfare package. The party would hike all core benefits by 20%, scrap the in-work tax credit, replacing it with a children's credit, giving low-income families an extra $72 a week, and lift the minimum wage to 17.75 with annual increases. If people want us to end poverty, uh, we have got the plan that will do it. The Greens would also get rid of penalties and sanctions on beneficiaries. Being a beneficiary, solo mum, is kind of synonymous with being a, a bludger. It feels like you can't move forward and if you fall back you're belittled for doing that as well. Actually we do need those obligations to encourage people to, to apply for jobs and get into work. The Greens would increase the top tax rate to 40% for those earning over $150,000 a year. They'd also reduce the bottom tax rate, meaning everyone else would be $209 a year better off. Labour says they're open to parts of the package. It's all going to be part of the negotiations when we get to um, the negotiation table. Materia Toure putting it all on the line today for a cause very close to her own heart. Yeah, that was just... For me, that moment was astonishing, but actually the fact that the Greens hadn't done their due diligence and yeah. just let that cannon, you know, let that cannonball loose without thinking it through properly. About what it would all mean. Uh, was oh, just... God, it's just when you think back on it, it was just what it a worked, massive though, The mistake. first two weeks they went to 15% in the polls and they were killing Labour. Yeah, but it was a huge gamble that didn't pay off. No, it certainly didn't pay off because, as you say, it unravelled. And what, look at the domino effect it had. Mm. Labour wouldn't be in government. You could and argue that Labour wouldn't be. be in government now if that hadn't happened. And, and the Greens wouldn't, down certainly wouldn't be. So in the end, it all righted itself, but destroyed yeah. her career in the process and, and made the Greens the weaker bargaining chip. Yeah, My absolutely. ears are rattling. It's really distracting. <laughs> 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 On that note, shall we do another one? We still haven't had a mince pie either. Well, we've got all these gourmet yeah, Christmas no, cakes and mince pies here. I don't know how we've We'll have a feast not. afterwards uh, with the crew. The wonderful crew. Oh, shoot. So can, can, can I shake my bells when I disagree? Yeah. Corin's one of these people who looks into the bag to choose which present. He wants to like, which one looks better. <laughs> do you open your presents before Christmas Day? No. Do you shake them? Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. It's quite fun to have a little prod around the Christmas tree and see what's down there. <laughs> oh, okay. Your ideal summer. This is not. Ooh. Oh, this is just reveal this about yourself. Oh, Go, well, Andrea. My ideal summer is not in New Zealand. <laughs> because, <laughs> she doesn't like summer. She's uh, Irish. No, no, no. I do, it's not that I don't like summer. I just don't want to be here for Christmas. I think for me, Christmas is open fire, whiskey by the fire, snowy, cold. What are you saying? You've got. And reindeer and <laughs> things on your head. No, Come I on, love Christmas. Christmas. No, I love Christmas. I just don't love Kiwi Christmas. Oh, I see. So Kiwi my Christmas. ideal Christmas, my ideal summer is obviously a beach in the Maldives or something. But um, but my ideal summer Christmas isn't summer; it's winter. So I, I gotcha. I'm here under pain of death. Not even a Bahudakawa tree. Yeah. <laughs> tree is lovely and you know, but it doesn't make me think Christmas. No. It just makes me think, oh I must get my jandals out. No, I can see that. And it's weird it's because it's weird living in New Zealand because so much of the um, cultural um, you know, popular culture that comes at us is all winter, winter based. Yeah. All the movies, That's everything, true. you know, the night before and Christmas and all this stuff. My grandmother so, was Dutch American, so she, you know, when she came to New Zealand, she never ever got over the idea of a summer Christmas. And we do Christmas kind of differently hard. now. Family yeah. because we grew up, we have dinner at dinner time. Because from my grandmother's Omar's what? point of view, you can't eat 
a big roast meal at lunchtime. Oh, in there's the nothing better than eating a big roast turkey <laughs> and, and a 30 degree oh, baking Nor'wester in Christchurch and then <laughs> yeah. rolling out on the lawn at three o'clock, unable to move with a food no. into a food See, coma. See, I, I can't do my um, no, I can't do my Christmas tradition. So I I have been trying to ice my. Christmas cake all week, can't, it's too hot, ice and keeps <laughs> melting, won't setting. I can't make gingerbread cookies, gingerbread men, because it's too hot for the dough. And then Put um, it in the fridge. No, it just doesn't work. It's not right. And then the bloody every Christmas Eve we have mulled wine. We get drunk on mulled wine or spiced apple yeah. and I can't do that because it's too hot my very first Christmas in New Zealand my New Zealand family made it really special for me and made a real effort because I was homesick and I made them all drink mulled wine on Christmas day <laughs> and it was too hot it was like 30 degrees and they just everyone was politely sipping this mulled wine so <laughs> what's your ideal summer Corin? Uh it is going to be camping at a little place called Canes Bay on Banks Peninsula where I used to go through my childhood. I now go there with my sister and uh, twin sister and friends. And it will be New Year's Eve. We'll have a camp concert. Oh. We, uh, we, 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 put the, we put the notice up in the morning and all the kids and anybody can sign up. And then we, uh, and I host a concert on uh, New Year's Eve and it's a lot of fun. That's my idea. Is it like X Factor? Dan X Factor? It's kind of like, no, no, because it's, it's, it's not competitive. It's not competitive. Everyone's very encouraging. You know, we're not trying to, but, but it's just so brilliant because the, um, the kids just get right into it. And then, you know, all of a sudden there's late entries. You know, <laughs> joke routines. You know, people suddenly get desperate to get involved, and, and that's what that's what's so fun so about. That sounds perfect. And what about you? Are the ultimate beach? Ultimate baby? beach, yeah. yeah. Look at, uh, day every day at the beach, long days at the beach, swimming, reading, reading, just reading books, not not political books, <laughs> yeah, just no IAs, no, no long <laughs> documents, no long reports, but like a good thriller. I've already chosen, given my mum my Christmas list of books, reading a book a day, lying by the beach, lying by a pool, champagne at night, barbecues every night, and not having to cook. Yeah, that sounds and, pretty good. And, <laughs> and lots of times with friends, concerts, I'm going to lots of concerts, tennis, events, hanging, seeing friends from around the country and around the world. That's one of the coolest things, I think, is I've already seen so many friends who've come home for Christmas, and my whole next three weeks are planned of seeing friends and family who are home, and I think that's pretty Yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Awesome. All right. Well, All right. well, well actually, now the summer, the <laughs> yeah. summer 2018. The, the most insight for the whole year. <laughs> All right. Who's this? Is it, who's this it's, too? You're reading it out. All right. Best line of the campaign. Mm. Oh. I got one. What's that? Stand by, there's another One News Colmar Brunton poll coming. What were your tweets about the poll? Just these are One News. Yeah. Yeah, stand by, yeah, was One News. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what was I didn't like to overplay my polls, yeah. right? You know, I was like, no. no need. That was so exciting as it was. That's my, <laughs> my favourite, I think, tweet of the campaign was Toby Manhar when he tweeted you back saying, calm down, Corin. Yeah. <laughs> was calm the if down, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a line from the campaign. Mm. I can't think of them. All I can think of is, is Jacinda Ardern saying over and over again, I grew up in a small town called Murrapara. Most of you here won't have heard of that. And the and Norman I, Kirk line. And, the, and, the, and I went to a high school. <laughs> I went to high school in Morrinsville and I was on the debating team and and debating as a sport. The same lines over and over Absolutely. again. Absolutely, and we know that speech very well. Yeah. Um, I guess for me... Uh, I'll go back. I'll go serious and idealistic. The climate change is our nuclear free moment. I thought mm. was was an, a, a real line in the sand and um, a real indication that this was a generational change. If Labour were going to be in government, this is going to be a generational change. Whether they can deliver on those promises, I, I am not a hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not 100 convinced yet, but I, I like the idea of it. I like you know it really signalled a, a change for me uh, in direction. Um, but yeah, I guess. 
One moment really stood out for me as well along that theme was the stardust moment in the Christchurch yep. Town Hall debate when, when Bill English called her stardust. Yeah. And I actually, for me, I felt that there was an element of, firstly, dismissal of her age, but also an element of... of um, of sexism in that comment and just massively underestimating uh, how good Jacinda was. You yeah. know, I think that, real, that really, um, really told me that Bill English and National weren't, weren't ready for Jacinda mania, hadn't no. quite grasped well, it. That was a, well, that was a line that the irony, worked on, right? Yeah, to and try the irony and being that he had years of John yeah. with his own form of stardust. Mm. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, so for National sure, yeah. should have known more than anyone how to deal with it and what to do with it. Absolutely. I absolutely. think the nuclear one's a good one because I heard it come back up, it comes back up in interviews. It comes back up, like Guy on Espinel was interviewing someone the other day and, you know, about oil or something or other, and he, he just goes, well, hang on, your government's, you know, it's a nuclear-free issue. Mm. And so it sets that bar. Mm. It's a, it, it is, and it's something people can remember and hold on to. So it will hold, that, we'll, hold we'll your hold government to it. account constantly that they've got that standard to adhere to. So it's, it's yeah, as you say, idealistic. But, um, yeah, no, it's certainly it's memorable. Yeah. Hmm. Right, Corin, another one out? Oh, I'm not allowed to look. Is that what you're no. saying? But what if, what if I get the... I won't get the last one because I know I know what it is. Okay. Okay. Best performer in the house. Ooh, that's a hard one. Well, you know what? Simon Bridges doesn't. Well, no, Simon Bridges is really trying to make his mark here. I've tried to go up to as many question times as I can Mm. since they've started because it's it's just an interesting way to set a benchmark almost for what it's going to be like. Mm. And you can see Simon Bridges just from the first moment coming in there and trying to to stamp his feet and make his mark uh, ready for a leadership challenge at some point possibly but yeah. also make his mark in the house and he's clearly been watching. Well he got the big win and, didn't he? He got yeah, the win got with the, the, the yeah. It doesn't house. necessarily mean he's the best performer in the house, I just think he's really from what I've been seeing he's he's definitely, you know getting there. I can't think of anyone, to be honest, from the government who stands out right now. Well, I think I um, for me, best orator, if you like, best speech maker is James Shaw. I think he's given yeah. some really um, excellent speeches this year, whether you agree with him or not. I think he, he, he makes a compelling argument. There's elements of humour in there. And also I've noticed that the Greens are very good at, at chopping them up into snackable social media content, which in, I guess in this yep. day and age is, is what you want. But I have to... Sna- I know, snackable. <laughs> um, sorry. Thanks, um, ding, ding, ding. I feel like an idiot in these. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But yeah, I guess maybe an honourable mention should go to Trevor Mallard because he's wanted yes, yeah. to be Speaker for such yep. a long time. He's really made some massive, massive, massive changes, massive yep. calls. And I have to say, for me, the, my favourite is the, the left on the dog <laughs> ban at Parliament, which means I can have my little puppy I'm surprised we don't have Do here with us today. We should have had Do here. Well, she, yeah. she would not have been able to sit still. She can't sit still. She can't no, sit still. True. Also, she's very opinionated. Trevor uh, uh, has definitely uh, made his mark national and not that happy with a lot of his calls, especially this one of them is, is that he takes supplementaries off. Yeah, which is a really good a, idea. Which is great, yeah. yeah. But National, of course, don't like it because if they take them off the <coughs> government, it doesn't really matter because the government has more questions than it needs. If mm. you take them off the opposition, it does actually Well, it's make more a seemly than biffing people out all the time, which is, is what ends yeah. up Yeah, yeah which is very messy. Which starts but to then look I, cause dis- I, I, I've visit. talked to Simon Bridges about this, about how unhappy they are with how things go. But every opposition of party is unhappy with yeah. the speaker because they're inevitably from the other side and there's always accusations of bias. and It's just part of the game, really. I think I'm going to give a mention to Grant Robertson and mainly on the basis of of his performance over the last week and a half. Mm. Um, and Stephen Joyce, to be fair, was asking good questions, very good questions. So I think, actually, I think Stephen Joyce has uh, adapted to opposition surprisingly well. Strangely, he, he's doing quite well. 
But Grant Robertson, the uh, the way he responds in the House, he's one of the few Labour politicians who has the ability to turn a question, an answer, into attack. Yeah. So he'll flip he's it around, yeah. and he 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 he, he doesn't he doesn't just take the question. You know, he turns it and he has a crack back, and he and it's political, and it's like, yeah, you can ask me that, and I'm and I'm and he fights. One, and I think they've got him to do that more. Absolutely, he's very he is very good at it. One one moment actually this year that I should mention was Grant's speech when they gave the the, the apology to gay men um, convicted uh, under old rules. And Grant, um, Amy Adams obviously introduced the motion, but um, Grant Robertson's speech, when he talked about people that he knew that had been persecuted, actually, it's very, it happens to me very rarely because I'm stone cold, but um, <laughs> but there was a lump in my throat. Like I did, I did, was genuinely moved by it. It was, yeah, it was, it was a pretty special. But uh, let's come back to your, just, just just before we move on, the question of does it matter is quite a good one about the house. Well, does it? How many people because watch it? Because it? it used I, to, I think, surely. Well, I think on our, on the One News website, Website, they have been putting a lot more of question time up on the website, mm-hmm. and it's often in the most popular part of the website. So people Which maybe want to watch. You know, I great. don't know if people know they can tune in. It can affect morale for the government it or does, for the yeah. opposition. You know, yeah. they can. And it, and Look it's at certainly, how it affected Calvin Davis when it, he oh, yeah. had well, there's, terrible time. That is in the a good house. point. So, yeah. so and, it, and it's important. Yeah. So, so if a leader needs to show they can handle themselves on the floor of the house, yeah. and that's important for their own troops. And Winston but, can do that, and Grant Robertson can do that. Jacinda's fine. So. You wouldn't say she was a standout performer. Not in the but house. No, 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 she's not. It's not. She's a. She's more of a. But she's f- solid. Well I don't think it's her yeah. natural. No, but uh, so when but you, when you think about the backroom um, time that's spent, like the amount of time advisors and and private sectors and staff spend preparing for if their minister's got a question. It's like a couple of hours in the morning. Is it not time that would be better spent? Just because you know they're worried about what's going to come in supplementaries, and I don't know. It's just uh, yeah, it's it's but it's, a, it's to show they know their portfolio, right? I mean, you've got to. If you don't know your portfolio, what are you doing there? There yeah. was a time when I first came to Parliament. So there was like Rodney Hyde was a very strong performer in the House, and he would just go after people with scandals. I mean, mm. he used the House in parliamentary privilege. Winston, Winston used to do it a lot more, <laughs> was in better form, I think. He was more focused on that type of using the House. There was a culture still there of big stories would break at 2pm yeah. in the House. In the house, and everyone yeah. would, but, but that does not happen no, very it often. Anymore. No, it doesn't. No. It's true. Anyway. All right. Oh, do you want to hold that for oh, me? I'll pull another one out. we have a mince pie? Yeah, I've been waiting for the mince pie. We'll have a feast afterwards. <laughs> Best performer on the campaign. Right. I'd, I'd just have to come out and say, yeah, well, it, it, well, that's a tricky one, actually, because <clears> I think <throat> in the end, Bill English performed very well. The last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and I've said it many times, the last but couple Jacinda of weeks, has the to changes win. On, in the campaign for Bill English were incredible. Yeah. Jacinda was remarkable. She was yeah. remarkable. Although, I mean, there were many, many falters, the... Water tax, obviously, yep. um, being the main one. Uh, James Shaw, I suppose, really had to lift his game. Great he comeback. did, as I've said, that Queenstown debate was he was very good at yeah. the finance leaders debate. I'm gonna I'm gonna go contrary here. Not as very unlike me. Oh, this um, is a surprise. <laughs> um, I think for me, the best performers on the campaign were not the politicians, but actually Mary English and Clark yes. Gaffer. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. not a job that anyone would want. It's really tough. You're up there in in like every day, every, and you have to. Um, you have to like not not only do you have to perform and be you know around and smile and but you also have to listen to the attacks on your partner or your husband yeah. or your wife which is which is just incredibly difficult and you're not allowed to react either so I thought Mary English was just 
um, just fantastic. I mean, yeah. she was she Bill English, um, cl- which is part of her off the people. Oh, she, she, they like lifted, him up. lifted him up. But, they lifted him yeah, up. They lifted him up. Definitely, she, he really and he, he and really he got a lot from her. And Clark Gayford, well, his his tweets were just yeah. And and the um his level of humour at the at at the annoying press pack following every trailing round behind him. I mean, he really had a lot of patience for him and he has a, g- a good sense of yeah, humor. And Mary did as well. You know, Mary would often, I actually think Mary felt more comfortable with us some of the time. She'd come up and just have a chat with me and yeah. want to just kind of, I guess it's also for her, she's probably trying to see how we were feeling about the campaign because she's very smart. And his she knows his sons were involved too. Yeah, and they were, and they were really friendly. You know, they, they would just hang out there. Again, they'd hang out with the media and just They had their, um, the backing bill. Yeah, backing. They <laughs> and they, um, and Mary was making Sure that Bill ate pies, um, ate every day. <laughs> that was <though>. very sweet. <laughs> you know, making sweet. sure that he had a coffee and had his food and stuff. So she clearly was very. Which is which is really important. Often that gets forgotten about, but it's really important for your morale and your yeah. stamina. Well, I'll well, tell you a story back from from was it two, when he first campaigned as leader and he got beaten by thrashed by Helen Clark. There was some story about, and I was in the campaign trail then, and he there was some story about healthy food eating or something. Like this is how badly organised his campaign was. So, I so this. National re- released mm. a policy on, um, you know, reducing obesity or something. And then on the same day, yeah. Bill goes into a diner and has a big pile of yeah, chips and a pie and sauce. Yeah. And I think Garth Ray or someone was doing the story, and they just made a, a, oh, a meal out of it. Yeah. And it was just like, you know. But I, I, I thought it was noticeable when he when he did his um, concession and he had Mary next to him when that weird on on government formation mm. night, you could just see how much how, how much he loved being his having his family there and how much he'd done it for them and yeah. how much that inspired yeah. him. Yeah. It was quite amazing to yeah. watch. It yeah. really was. The, the, when when he had to concede when yes. Winston admitted, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was quite. He was he was and she were, were incredibly graceful that yeah. night. I th- I thought um, he gave a remarkable yeah. press conference. Um, okay, quick quick right. quick fire question. Additional rogue question: Is he going to be there in a year's time as leader of the opposition? <sighs> no. No. If not, maybe maybe not a year's time because I wouldn't want to put a time frame on months. it. But between, months, yeah, yeah, a year to eighteen yeah. months. No. I think I think, so I think they want a bidding in time and in, in terms of getting used to opposition, yeah. working out who will it. be the next best leader. Not rush. They've learned they, they've learned from what Labor did in terms of whoever takes over next. They want that to be the person to take them into the, the next. The only proviso so. I would put on that is if the economy, if there's a global shock, North Korea, something happens, big big shock, the economy tanks. The government gets into real trouble, and it looks like they're a one-term wonder. Based on They'll the, on the, the, then he might yeah, think, yeah. "Oh, they need me, and I, I need to stay on." But even happen. then, I think it's hard. But you remember that before or, or, there were v- very strong signals and um, rumours. So no, we don't give credence to rumours. But before uh, John Key stepped down, everyone assumed that Bill English was going to go. You yes, know? Yeah, he gave up his yeah. seat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the signals were there. Yeah. So his heart really wasn't in it. He, d- you know, he did a stash. He campaigned well. He d- he was prime minister for a while. Oh, he walks out with his head held. Very but quietly. I think Nash- if National want to, I, d- I mean, I don't think that Labour are going to be a one-term wonder because that just never happens, right? Unless there's a massive disaster and they really cock it but, up. Yeah, and they'd have to be blind, and, and it might not be their and fault. I, yeah. yeah, but um, Nash- National really need to rejuvenate now because even now they just look tired. Their and, ideas and look find tired. Some and also, it yeah. depends whether though, uh, again to be contrary maybe, but whether those those behind the scenes waiting, 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 desperate to become leader can wait, whether they're willing to wait, how long they'll put up with sitting there mm. before they decide to go. That's true. They want yeah, to push they'll for, get impatient. You know? I mean, look and at the likes of uh, Todd Muller. Uh, yeah, Todd, uh, and, yeah, Todd, yeah. Will, Todd will wait longer, though, than, than 
He's the next tier down, isn't yeah, he? But he's yeah. all, but just this week showing he's that. A star. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. So it depends how long they they can think before they get worried that someone else may come ahead of them, right? If you're Simon yep. Bridges, you're worried that Todd Miller's going to. Well, if you're em, if you're Emmy you Adams, you will be and a so bit you go, do I go yeah. first and try? You know, yeah. that's what they'll all be. be if you're Amy Adams, I think you've got to go now. I'm, I'm not sure. For me, Simon Bridges isn't the obvious choice. Um, but, yeah. I, I think Amy Adams or Todd Muller are more likely. Yeah. You think? In terms of who's showing their hand now, Simon Bridges is... Yeah. Jonathan Coleman's not... No, no, no. I don't think so. No. He wouldn't have the support, no. I don't think. I don't think anyone right now will have the support because I think they're all smart enough, sensible enough to not want to look like Labour. The middle of winter in July next year. When then we have to stake outside Parliament in the freezing cold and days on end at 7 o'clock in the morning. That's when they'll be starting to really think about it. All right, last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. Is it? Yeah. No, we'll, we'll pull out the last one that says last one on it. Just to give our secrets. Oh, I, wanna, I want more in here, though. Can we not do two more? Two more. One more. Oh, how are you feeling after 2017? Exhausted. <laughs> yeah, pretty wiped out. <laughs> Everyone around this place. Everyone's gone crazy. Everyone's got answer to that question. Pretty legal. Mm. Oh, least favourite moment of the year. Pretty oh, legal. Least favourite moment of the year. Least favourite moment. Oh, least favourite oh. moment. Oh. Oh, oh, I know what that was. Lack of sleep. What? Um, sitting on the couches waiting oh, for Winston. Oh, waiting for Winston, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely Absolute waiting for Winston. For it was just not only of this year, but of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it, a few worse things happen. That last that, day that in particular. The last day in particular. It was, yeah, that, 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 I'll never forget that day to the day I died. That was something quite extraordinary. Oh, just that, that at day. 20 to 6 when we still didn't know it was going to happen and we all had lives to do and we didn't know. So it was the worst and best of times. It was no, it was just, just the worst. It was, it was the absolute worst. Day after day after day of waiting. All right. Yeah. All right, last one. We know what this is, don't we? It's because we don't cheat. No. Politician of the year. Drum roll, please. <laughs> that means you have to give the answer. Ah. Oh. Well, I hate being obvious, but it's got it's to be, be Jacinda. 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 Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's really hard to... In six months, she went from deputy to prime minister. And from, the, from a list MP. List MP yeah. to... Yeah, it was just, you know, that's... Just over a year ago, John Keane was still Prime Minister. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if yeah. you think about it, it's... Yeah. Yeah, change has certainly been the theme this year. Yep. Next year. Well, there's got to be a better answer than Jacinda, though, hasn't there? I hate that being the obvious. It's always John, it was, it was John Key every year, and it was Bill English, and now it's Jacinda. It's got to be... This, can get I don't think you else. can. How can you? All right, well, then, worst, worst politician of the year. Worst politician... Oh. I've got to go with Stephen Joyce. Stephen Joyce for Stephen his, Joyce for his large... For his con job. Show me the money. Show me the money. They've long questioned Labour's numbers, and now National are at it again, hoping to trip them up over their spending plans. We believe that there's a significant hole in Labour's fiscal numbers. I just think he's doing it deliberately as a diversion. It's a stunt. It's the kind of thing you do when you're desperate. The two sides are mostly arguing about the government's operating allowance, money set aside each year for new spending. National says Labour's plan has a $9 billion hole, and that could mean higher taxes and higher debt. It's a pretty basic error. Um, and um, we, when we first found it, we were surprised. But Labour says there is no error. That's because they've already assigned the $9 billion to health and education. We've come down to a debate about semantics, about the use of that term operating allowance. Our fiscal plan adds up. 
We're absolutely clear that we have the money to meet the commitments that we've made. And they are backed by this economist, who was hired by Labour to check its figures. The numbers add up, um, and so we've got nothing to be worried about. Stephen Joyce says Labour will still have to find extra money. There's generally about a billion dollars or so of additional expenditure outside of education and health that just has to be done over the, you know, as in the course of doing government. But Grant Robertson says it's National who isn't being upfront with its costings. I challenge Mr Joyce, is he going to fund health and education for the cost of inflation and demographic changes? Because if he is, he needs to be upfront with New Zealanders. That's what we've done. Once again, Labour's economic management is to the fore. But this time around, Labour is holding its ground. Yeah, he overcooked that one pretty badly. And I think it's really reflecting... I think people just take his, his proclamations less seriously on the numbers. I think he really, really damaged his credibility with that. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of us. I mean, we Todd Barclay obviously lost his job as a result of it. I don't think that was necessarily worse politician. I think it was just a whole lot of mistakes mm. were made by various people. That yeah, I mean, I think um, I think it's tough. You know, Mitsuria Tura, I wouldn't yeah. want to call her the worst politician because she's not a bad politician. She's pretty bad at the political game, though. But she, <laughs> but, but she made a, 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 you know, they made she and to some extent James Shaw because he was in that leadership team mm. made a lot of errors yeah. in that handling of that. If they'd handled that properly, that they, they would have been okay. Mm. So I don't, I'd be reluctant to call her the worst politician, but certainly she she didn't have a good year. You'd be yeah. fair to say. Well, who surprised you in their performance the most this year? That is a good question. Um, I don't know, really. Um, hmm. No, I'm, oh, I don't know. Don't um, know. I think the change we saw in Bill on the campaign. Yes. And that those, the, you know, from from when we first started hitting the road with him, yeah. seeing how awkward he was, you know, I was in probably six weeks out from the campaign in Timaru with him at these factories and it was very awkward mm. and didn't seem that comfortable. And then you contrast that to those last couple of weeks and he was like a changed man. Yeah. I know I'm a broken record on Winston this. Winston surprised me that he was he, that he he didn't have a great campaign at no, all. He, 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 didn't. he didn't fire. <clears throat> no. You know, he just went Jacinda, Jacinda surprised me. I have to admit, I wasn't a Jacinda believer in the beginning. It took me a long time to be convinced. But I, I, I think what... what uh, turned me around was the fact that she managed to, to keep it going for so long, um, you know, on the campaign. She and how smart Labour were, actually, about the, the people they put around her yeah. and how they handled it. Yeah. They, they came from years of totally mismanaging. Absolutely. Andrew Curtin was the, Just, almost the yeah. backroom star of the campaign. Yeah. He yeah. ran a really... And, and overcame, you know, remember the disaster of the interns? Yes. Remember? Yeah. That seems like remember a lot. That? I mean, yeah. he, he, really brought, he really handled that yeah. very well, like yeah. the consummate PR yeah, person. Yeah, getting, getting Andrew back from London was a smart move on Absolutely, yeah. He's, he's a star performer. Um, He'll I be guess, in Parliament by the next election. But. Oh, don't wish that on him. <laughs> Tamati Coffee. Yeah, well, that was a huge surprise. That is huge. Here, or I mean, nobody expected him to no, beat no, Tiradol. No, oh, to beat Tiradol. Yeah, yeah, of course, I mean, yeah. No one saw that, that coming. That's pretty amazing. No. Um, for me, actually, in terms of ministerial performers, I was never a big fan of Megan Woods. I, I couldn't understand what, why she kept getting promoted. I didn't, mm -hmm. couldn't see what... But I, I will wholeheartedly put my hand up and say I was wrong. She has been a fantastic performer in that energy portfolio with the, the way she handled the fuel report, the fuel pipeline, uh, Amazon Warrior, you know, I, I've, I've been really impressed with her. She did it home with her. Okay. She really came down and talked and she knew her stuff. Big she time. knew her She'd stuff, done a lot of, yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, so she's one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right, right. Well, that's us.
I think that's us. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Uh, I'm going to try and remember all the places that you can hear this podcast. iTunes. SoundCloud. Facebook. That's it. Santa's Radio. Really I'd like to say a big thanks to Brian, Adam, Jess, Chris, and the TVNZ, well, the TVNZ gallery yeah, team. The, yeah, the, the real hard workers. You see them sometimes on the 360 on the 360 camera but not today these guys do a lot Next of work year. behind the scenes that you don't see we they just are have amazing to sit, we just have to sit here and ramble whereas they actually do all the they hard stuff they do the hard yards <laughs> yeah. and put up with us and feed, right. feed us and they're telling Merry us Christmas. to shut up <laughs> stay safe have a good one happy Merry Christmas, Christmas.